because other people's goals aren't going to motivate you like goals that really are all about you. So be selfish when it comes time to setting goals. Episode 905 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, setting smart goals for 2021. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is sponsored by the old affiliate partner that I have or affiliate partnership that I have with the folks over at YNAB. That is You Need a Budget. Uh, YNAB.com is the website. And uh, as I've said before, as I'll say again, it's it's a budgeting software that Rebecca and I have been using for uh, about a year and a half now. And uh, whew, it's been a game changer. It's been a game changer. It's not one of those things that promises like, hey, you know, use our software and you're all of a sudden going to make a whole bunch of extra money. Like, nope. Nope. It just, it just helps with being more intentional with your finances. And as the, the new year is getting started and hopefully... Fingers crossed as the new year is bringing some races back onto the scene. Uh, we all know that, that racing and traveling to racing and, and all the things that go along with, with races can, uh, can you know, get a little bit expensive. The, 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 the pennies and the nickels and the dimes can, uh, can add up pretty quick when we start registering for races and maybe traveling to do some, some races again if, if things keep going well and the, the vaccine uh, hopefully uh, helps to, to solve this whole COVID-19 situation. So, you know, maybe maybe new year, budgetary goals, things like that. Uh, it might make sense to give it a test drive. And if you give it a test drive using my link, we can both get a little bit extra out of the deal at no extra cost to you. So here's, here's the, the, the fine print as clearly as I can make it. Whether you go to through my link, which is disruns.com slash YNAB, again, the letters Y-N-A-B, whether you go through there or whether you just go through the, the um, YNAB homepage, right? If you just go to YNAB.com, uh, you get a free 34-day trial. No credit cards entered, no, no nothing like that, just free, free. And then at the end of the 34 days, if, if it's like, wow, I think I've got this thing figured out, which, spoiler alert, it took me about 32 days to kind of figure it out. Um, but once you get through like the first billing cycles and things start to repeat again, it's like, oh yeah, this is starting to work. Um, but anyway, if after 34 days, you're like, hey, I want to try this again. If you go through just the YNAB homepage, you, you pay for the year, bada boom, bada bam, you're good to go. It's like $85 for 12 months, right? If you go through my link, once again, disruns.com slash Y-N-A-B, um, and you decide, hey, I like this. I want to sign up for a year. You pay for that year. You pay that $85, and you get 13 months out of the deal. You get an extra month for free on top of that free month that you get as the trial if you sign up for the year-long uh, commitment or membership or, or whatever. And uh, I, I can safely say that that by being intentional with your, your spending, I think you'll make up that $85 or $84 or whatever it is. Uh, you'll make up the difference. What do I get out of the deal if you use my link? I just get an extra month on my subscription. I get no money. I get no nothing else other than, you know, my, my year long subscription that I'm on right now goes up to 13 months. And then if another person does it 14 months, whatever, I just keep get, adding a month onto my, my term before I get billed again. Um, so we use it. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I get no financial compensation for it, but you know, I do get an extra month out of it. So that's not a bad deal. Uh, so if you want to try it, disruns.com slash YNAB, D-I-Z-R-U-N-S. I think you know how to spell disruns by now. Disruns.com slash Y-N-A-B. Uh, sign up for a free month trial. Way to, great way to kick off the new year. Um, and who knows, maybe maybe a year from now, you'll be like, daggum. Like it was, it was really, it really was worth it. Uh, and you won't have to renew 365 days from now because you'll have used my link. So you'll be renewing sometime like, I don't know, you'll get a free month now. So that takes you through the first part of February. Then you sign up with my link. So that gives you 13 months for the price of 12. So that takes you through the end of February into the first part of March. You know, you, you 14 months from now, you'll be uh, 
you'll be renewing again because you liked it so much. That's that's my prediction, and because it saved it, it doesn't save you money. It helps you be intentional with where your your money's going, um, and maybe you get an extra race out of the deal. Maybe maybe you get to hire me because you you, you save so much money. You want to thank me even more. You're going to hire me as your coach. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be lovely? Anyway, longest intro ever. Disruns.com slash YNAB. So let's talk about goals, shall we? Seeing as today is the first of the year, seeing as if you've been around for a while, you know I'm a goal fan. You know I like I like me some big goals. Let's let's talk about goals, shall we? So, um, you know, new year, new new canvas. Everything's everything's brand new, right? You know, it's it's a clean slate. Even though, let's not kid ourselves. We may have changed the calendar between yesterday and today, but it's not like the world has already, you know, made some dramatic change. Like it's it's basically the same situation that you went to bed to last night, kind of waking up to it today as far as state of the world, state of the virus, all those types of things. But not trying to be a Debbie Downer here, just trying to be realistic. That said, we got we got 364 more days in front of us. Let's make the most of it, right? Let's let's do the best we can to try to try to get the most out of this year, get things back to whatever kind of normal might look like coming out of this whole pandemic situation. But races again, feeling good about ourselves, feeling good about our running, moving the needle in the direction of our big goals. That's you know like the longer term goals, the things that are beyond just this year. That's that's what I'm aiming for this year, and I hope that that's the type of thing that you're aiming for as well. So so how do we do that? Well. I, like I said, set some big goals. But before we just dive into setting goals, I think that, that that's where a lot of people get things wrong, right? Is that, you know, it's it's December 30. Well, yesterday was December 31st. You know, today's the first, maybe the second, the third, whatever. You're kind of like, all right, what, what are my goals going to be for this year? And you just kind of willy-nilly put some, put some ideas together. I want to run a certain number of miles. I want to run a certain number of races. I want to PR this distance. Um, at least, you know, talking specifically about running goals. Um, you know, something like that is how it usually works out, right? Um and in and of itself, like those goals, they may not be like my favorite types of goals. We'll get into that in a little bit as we go, but they're not terrible, not terrible at all. Not even bad. Right. But where it gets in trouble is that when you just kind of, kind of laissez faire, willy nilly, like, ah, eh, you know, I guess I should set some goals for the year. And you pick something, uh, you haven't done the groundwork. You know, I talk all the time. I know you're even sick of me talking about it sometimes about heart rate training and building the base and building the aerobic, aerobic capacity, things like that. Um, but the reason that I, I feel it's so important, the reason I talk about it so much is it's putting that foundation in place so that when, when it's time to ramp up for a race, when it's time to do some good, hard workout sessions to, to move the needle towards, towards those PRs or whatever the case might be, there's a good, firm foundation, a good, firm base that's underneath you. And when it comes to setting goals, I think that, that having a good foundation for why you're setting your goals is pretty darn important. I, I, I honestly feel I don't have any like research to back this up. I, it, maybe it's, maybe it's anecdotal research, but I don't have any like hard data, but it just feels like the, the, the more laissez faire you are about setting your goals, the more likely you are to, to fall into that, you know, whatever that, that, um, percentages of people that, you know, not only don't reach their goals by, by December of next year or of this year, you know, by, by whatever, by, by December, um, but you know you're not even still on track with your goals come the end of January. You know, and again, goals, resolutions. I mean, you call it tomato, tomato. But we all know that New Year's resolutions they don't make it out of out of January most of the time. You know, the ones that do, almost none of them make it out of February. And the percentage that that are are still on track and and actually you know successful come December, it's minuscule. And it's the same thing. And, and again, the reason why I think that is is the same as what I just said. It's that we don't do the groundwork. We don't build the foundation of actually like taking some time and really thinking about our goals, 
being intentional about our goals, doing the groundwork, building that base, building that foundation so that our goals, there's actually something to them instead of just something that, you know, whatever, whatever the wind blew in. And that's, yeah, that, that sounds like a good goal. No, no, not, there, there should be no goals that like, oh, that sounds good. It's like, we need to be intentional about setting goals. And I think that that's where a lot of people don't set themselves up for success, right? If, if you're just kind of picking a goal, man, like it shouldn't just kind of, it should be, it, it should almost pick themselves. I feel like when it comes to your goals, because they're so in line with, with where you are and what you're doing. So with that in mind, some, some things to keep in mind when you're hopefully setting, setting some goals for this year, if you haven't set them already, or if you have set the goals, maybe, maybe just maybe you need to, or you might want to go back, think about things a little bit, run those goals you have through these, these steps I'm about to outline for you and see if maybe if they're good, Hey, rock on. If you need to maybe adjust a little bit, that's okay. That's okay. Nothing says that you can't adjust your goals on January 3rd or January 12th or, you know, <laughs> May 14th. Like you can, you can adjust your goals as you need to, as you see fit at any point. And just because, you know, you're listening to this on the 2nd or the 3rd or the 5th of January, doesn't mean that you're, you're, you're locked in place for all of 2021. No reassess. And if you need to adjust, adjust. So some things to keep in mind, if, if you maybe, you know, if you're trying to set some, some real substantial goals that, uh, that are, that mean enough to you that you're going to make sure to make it happen this year. First and foremost, um, think about why your goals matter. You know, again, I mean, this kind of ties into what we just talked about. If you just kind of picking a goal at, at random or willy nilly, like what's the reason for that? Why is that important to you? Why is it important to run a thousand miles this year or to, you know, whatever to, to do certain amount of cross training or a certain amount of strength training or a certain amount of foam rolling? Like, why does that matter? It shouldn't matter because of what I say it should matter because of what it means to you. Because if your goals don't matter to you, they're not going to, they're certainly not going to matter to you towards the end of January, towards April, towards October. And you're going to have long, long ago forgotten about your goal, which means that you're probably not going to hit it, right? If, if you're not thinking about your goals, you're probably not going to hit them. So think about why your goals matter to you, why, why they matter to you as a person, why they matter to you as a runner, why they matter to you in terms of the bigger picture, right? The, the, the goals that, you know, you're working on three years from now, five years from now, maybe it's a run, you know, a certain amount of running the States type of goals or a Boston qualifying goal or running the world majors type of goal, whatever it is, how are your goals this year going to move you closer to that? Because if they attach to your big goal, you're probably going to stick with them this year, which gives you a better chance for success 365 days from now. Another thing to do before you start getting into the fun part of actually setting the goals for the year is to look back a little bit before you start looking forward. What was the last year like? I mean, on the surface, 2020 for a lot of us has been, uh, meh, you know, a little, uh, little, little up, a lot of down probably. It's, it's been a bit rough, been some rocky patches, all right? But, but in terms of your running, where are you right now? Where are you right now? Have you been pretty consistent? Have you had a pretty awesome year? Maybe even, you know, gone above and beyond your expectations that you set a year ago? Have the wheels come off and you struggled to get back on track? There's no right or wrongs here. Of course, there's no right or wrongs here. But the fact of the matter is, if you're not thinking about where you are right now, you could, you could set a goal that is either vastly underperforming or vastly out of reach because of where you are right now. You know, are, are you ramping up to, have you been ramping up your mileage the last few weeks in anticipation of a big mileage, you know, maybe trying to run the year 
in in 2021? If not, maybe you need to reassess that goal a little bit because maybe the the you know average of whatever it is 43 miles a week or something like that that you need to average. If you're only getting nothing wrong with only getting 15 miles a week right now, but if that's where you're where you are, trying to leap up to 43 miles to, to almost three x your weekly mileage, that's probably not the best strategy to to stay healthy and to stay on track, right? So you might want to take a little step back, take a little look back at the last year. What's gone right? What's my fitness like right now? Where am I at mentally? Where am I at emotionally? You know, what what can I learn from? What can I improve upon? What kind of goals from last year really served me well that I might want to carry over into the new year? Right? Because nothing says that you can't that, that you have to just, you know, throw out all the old goals and and start and and pick all new ones this year. If you had a great goal last year that you really stuck with and, and it really, you know, you, you saw the benefits from it, keep it as a goal. Keep it as a goal for the new year. But you only kind of figure that stuff out when you look back and you say, what worked? What didn't work? How do I adjust? Where am I right now? What does that mean for me going forward? All right. Another thing to, to keep in mind that this isn't maybe as much as the, the foundational work, but this is just one of those things that like, I see this not all the time, but I see this on occasion and, and, and. I hate to say it this way, but, but people get it wrong is that they, they don't set the goals that are right for them. Meaning they set goals kind of based on what other people might think or other people are doing. They, they, their goals aren't necessarily their own. All right. Your goals should be all about you, what you want to do, what, what is realistic for you, where you are right now. Um, it, it doesn't matter. I'll say this out loud. I'll say it out proud. It doesn't matter what your training partner's goals are. Sorry, Kate, but your goals don't matter to me. I mean, they do, but I'm not setting my goals based on your goals. Just not. I hope that you're not setting your goals based on my goals, right? Your goals don't, don't, it doesn't matter what your training partner is doing. It doesn't matter what other people on social media are doing, other people that you're connected with you know, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever, you see their numbers, you see their things, other, other, other runners, their goals don't matter to your goals, to what you're going to try to accomplish in 2021. The thing that should matter the least to you about when it comes to setting your goals is what some schlub from Florida, not from Florida, some schlub that, that is from Michigan that lives in Florida that yaks on the microphone a couple times a week. What I'm doing, what I'm saying, what I'm preaching Maybe that colors things a little bit for you, but it doesn't, it doesn't determine your goals for you. Your, you determine your goals, period. If you're, if you're not excited about a goal, if you're not, if you're not looking forward to a certain goal, if you think that it's impossible or it's, it's not enough or whatever, that's all that matters. Other people's goals, other people's influences, maybe, maybe with the possible exception of the people that like live in your household. Right. You might need to consider them a little bit like like I'm not going to set a goal for this year of like, you know, just getting on in the car and driving around the country and, and like running all the national parks or something like that. Not because of what you might think, not because of what other people on, on social media might think, but because I think there might be some pushback from my household. If I would just like, I'll see you all next year. I'm going to go on a year long road trip. I, I don't think that would go over real well. So maybe maybe the people in your household get some get some, you know, some, some leeway. They, they got some leverage when it comes to the goals you're setting. But outside of that, nobody else matters. All right. So make sure you're setting goals that are for you, that move you in the direction that you want to go. 
you care about, that they tie into some deeper thing than just what other people are doing. Because other people's goals aren't going to motivate you like goals that really are all about you. So be selfish when it comes time to setting goals. Last but not least, set smart goals. And, and I think I've said this before. If not, let me say it for the first time. I'm not one of those guys that's like really keen on, you know, catchy acronyms and like little, little sayings and things like that. Um, but this one just kind of works. Like this one's good. And, and I, I hate to say that because I kind of wish I didn't have to keep defaulting every year to talking about smart goals, but smart goals are powerful, right? And it, it gives a good framework of, of helping you be successful by set by smart, of course, acronym stands for specific. So your goals need to be specific. What determines, you know, like, like exactly what are you trying to do? They need to be measurable. You need to be able to have a metric of, did I reach it? Did I not? What's my progress? Where am I at? If you can't measure it, it doesn't get done. All right. So you need to be able to measure your goals. They need to be attainable. They need to be realistic. You know, again, kind of going back to the, the example I already gave, but if you're, if you're running 15 to 18 miles a week right now, trying to run 2021, trying to run 2021 miles this year, probably not attainable. All right. It's probably too big of a leap. So maybe not the best goal for this year in that situation. They need to be relevant. And R is, R is the, the letter of the SMART acronym that gets thrown around a couple different things. I think, I think I've said before that R is, is realistic. And to me, realistic and attainable, like there's subtle differences there, but they're about the same. I heard somebody talking about relevant recently when I was talking, listening to some stuff about goals. And I was like, ah, that's a better R. Because you can set a goal that could be specific, could be measurable, could be attainable. But is it actually relevant to something that you care about? Is it relevant? You know, we're talking about running goals. Is it relevant to our ability to run? to your ability to, to be successful in your, your bigger running ambitions? If not, it may not be the best goal to work towards. You know, I may not like, yes, cross training might be good for me, but you know, am, am I going to set a goal to, you know, be able to, you know, bike the, the, the tour de France this year? No, like that's not relevant towards my, my overall running goals. Or maybe I'm, am I going to set a, set a goal to participate in a, in a bodybuilding or a, a physique competition? Like, no, like that doesn't, that doesn't serve me as a runner. Could I do it? Is it, is it specific, measurable, attainable? It could be, but it's not relevant to like where I'm trying to go with my, with my goals, with my, with my running stuff and my health and fitness. So, you know, making sure that your goals are actually relevant to your, your, to, to, to you, right. To, towards what you need or what you're hoping to accomplish this year. That's kind of important. And then of course the time-based factor is, is the T, um, you know, for talking about yearly goals, it's pretty, it's pretty cut and dry. Right, usually yearly goals starts at the beginning of the year, ends at the end of the year. But maybe there's a different time goal in there. Maybe there's a goal to be, you know, at a certain point by the end of April, and then you're going to reassess and set some new goals. Which honestly, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea to do something like that to set some goals instead of setting goals for the year. Especially if you know that you're the type of person that struggles to stick with something for that long. Set set a, a, a ten week goal, a twelve week goal, sixteen week goal. Keep it specific, keep it measurable, keep it attainable, keep it relevant, shorten the time frame window on it. Then in 16 weeks or 18 weeks or 20 weeks or whatever, set some new goals and chunk it, chunk it down that way. So if, if, if the length of the, of the yearly goals always get you down, change the time-based situation of it. But anyway, the, the moral of the story here being smart goals are goals that, that it's easy. It's easier to stay on track with because you always know kind of what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go. You know, if you set a goal, and I've said this before, I've used this example before, but I think it's a good one. If you set a goal to, to just run more this year, well, like, I mean, I, I guess that that's, that that's 
it's not really specific. I mean, it's it it is it's it's a number, but what number is it? You know, if if you ran a thousand miles last year, like what you know, are you trying to run a thousand and one? You trying to run twelve hundred, fifteen hundred? Like like how many miles? Like you know, more is is not exactly specific. Is it measurable? I mean, I suppose. Right, you can keep track of your mileage and, and see if by the end of the year did you run a thousand and one miles or something more than that. Um, but it's not specific enough. It's not the type of thing that, that gets you. At least it's not the type of thing that gets me excited, that gets me on track, that, that keeps me going, that keeps me motivated. Versus, you know, setting a, a specific number, a twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, whatever that might be, that makes sense for you. That that does a little bit more to to keep it going. So you know, kind of reassess the goals you have. Make sure that they're that you've done the foundation. You know, make sure that they they matter to you. Maybe that they tie into some bigger picture goals. Kind of look back at what has happened last year, and make sure that the goals you're setting for this year are kind of you know that they can build upon where you are last year and, and move forward this year. You know, learn from learn from the past. That's important as well. Make sure the goals that you actually want to do. That's kind of important. And then make sure that, that they follow this smart acronym of specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. And then the last thing that I'm going to suggest that you might do is uh, get a little public accountability. You know, maybe maybe you share your goals, again, with the people in your household, with your, your running friend, with your running partner, with your, your, with your coach, with people on social media. But putting, it, putting things out there, letting people know your goals, and then encouraging them to check in with you, to ask for updates, to make sure that, that you're staying on track with your goals. Hey, how are you doing with your, with your goal to, you know, run X number of days per week? Or how are you doing with your goal to, to incorporate strength training, you know, uh, every, every Tuesday and Thursday or whatever it is, but asking people to keep and keep, keep you accountable, hold your feet to the fire. That can be valuable. It can be very valuable. So as we're wrapping up today with another not so quick tip, I'm going to give you my goals for this year. I'm also going to maybe just quickly kind of make sure that you can see how they all kind of tie into this smart goal situation and how they they've kind of, I've tried to take my own medicine this year and learn from the past goals that matter for me, goals that I'm interested in. Um, they're smart. They're all those things. Here are my running goals for this year because I want to give you some good examples, but also I want you to check in with me. I want you to hold me accountable. I want you to ask me, you know, on the, on the Q and a episodes, Hey, how are you doing on your, on your goal for this year? Whichever one or all of them. I mean, but don't just say all of them. Be specific. I'm going to be specific. You be specific. Uh, you know, check in with me on social media a couple of weeks from now. Ask me if I'm still on track. If I've done anything I've, I've said I've done or if I've, if I've not done anything yet. You know, hold me accountable. And if you need some help holding you accountable, spoiler alert, there's going to be a post in the Facebook group next week, probably on Tuesday, that says, what are your goals for this week? Which Tuesday would be the 5th, I think. The 5th of, of uh, January. What are your goals? Put them in there. And we'll all hold each other accountable as well. But anyway, my goals for this year, somewhat quickly as we're already kind of approaching that uh, 23, 24 minute mark. Um, first and foremost, I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to double down on my, my mileage goal. Even though I've said in the past, and I, I kind of believe that mileage goals aren't maybe the best goals. Uh, I have a, a, I'm going to follow up last year's, last year's total with uh, another attempt at running the year this year. Um, as, as kind of like, not as the big, like, that's like, I should be able to do that. As long as I stay healthy, running the year shouldn't be a problem. My stretch mileage goal for the year, which not for nothing, and maybe this is something we can talk about later. I think my, my cap, like I don't really ever want to go over 2,500 miles, you know, plus or minus a few, but 2,500, I think is, is the maximum number of miles I would ever want to run in a year. Um, so that's kind of out there as a potential upper limit. You know, if, if all goes really well, stay really healthy, 
um, kind of get some good mileage in, maybe get a couple of good races in towards the end of the year. If racing, you know, is a thing again, um, 2,500 miles stretch goal, but my, my base mileage goal, my specific mileage goal for this year, 2021 goals. Is it specific? Yeah. 2021, not 2020, not 2025. My goal, 2021 miles measurable. I think so. Attainable. Absolutely relevant. It keeps my, my base fitness strong, keeps me building that fitness and, and moving towards, hopefully running a couple races towards some of those bigger goals towards Boston qualifying. Yeah, I think so. Time-based, absolutely, by the end of the year. Okay? Looking back before looking forward, you know, last year, I, I did, you know, I haven't exactly totaled up all my miles from uh, the year yet, but it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 2,180 miles, something like that. So, yeah, you know, basically continuing on, keep on keeping on, not changing too much up in terms of my running should kind of lead right into a nice, you know, another 20, couple, you know, 2,200, 2,300 miles, something like that. If things really go well. Like I said, 2,500, if I decide to take a little more time off here and there, take an extra day off here and there, maybe it'll only be 2021. And that's still a pretty darn good year. So that text that that one ticks all the boxes. Uh, number two on my list goals for this year, 3000 total combined minutes of biking and or yoga. And I may put swimming in there too, although I, I still have like been thinking about getting more, you know, into more swimming as far as cross training goes for like the last five years have literally not tried it once. So I doubt that's going to happen, but maybe this is the year. I don't know. We'll see. I, I doubt it. So let's talk about, you know, biking slash yoga. Some of those cross training recovery types of things that uh, I'm keen on. All right. Again, is it specific? It's 3000 minutes. It's, it's with these disciplines. It's biking, I guess, swimming, and yoga. All right. So combination of those three things, I want to get 3000 total minutes, uh, measurable, clearly attainable. It's attainable. All right. It's going to take a leap. It's going to take a little extra effort, a little bit of extra intentionality on my part this year, but it's attainable. Is it relevant? Yeah, it's relevant. It helps me stay healthy. Helps me to avoid some extra excess wear and tear, some stress and strain that keeps me moving, that keeps me upright, that keeps me hopefully injury free. So yeah, I think it's relevant. Time-based again, year long, no problem. All right. Looking back to last year, if you remember, Last year's goals, I had set a goal for 2,020 minutes on the bike and 1,500 minutes of doing yoga. Yeah, didn't come close really on either of those. Um, I guess, I don't know, depending on your definition of close, maybe I got close on the yoga. Um, again, I haven't completely totaled everything up for December yet, but realistically, I'm at, oh gosh, about not quite 1,100 minutes of spinning. So missed that one by a little over 900 minutes. And uh, just over a thousand minutes of yoga, so missed that one by about 500 minutes. So you, you can do the math on that. You know, about 2,100 ish uh, total minutes. So got a little bit of extra work to do in in 2021 to hopefully help me stay healthy, help continue to build my fitness. Um, is it a big leap? Yeah, it is. Is it attainable? It's going to take a big effort. It's going to take consistency. It's going to take focus from you know the first of January as opposed to kind of having some months where I do how they did anything. Um, but it's doable. It's going to push me, but it's doable. So there's, there's goal number two, goal number three. It's exactly the same goal that's been for the last three years. It's one that's working for me. It keeps me, keeps me on track. Ain't broke, not fixing it. It's to make sure that I hit 80% of my strength training workouts on the, my Tuesday and Thursday strength training workouts, which are my lower body slash core type of, of focus days. I do my push-ups and pull-ups and occasional, like a more of a focused upper body exercise routine on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But Tuesday and Thursday, it's all about leg strength, glute strength, core strength. Sometimes it's about stability. Sometimes it's kind of more functional stuff. It's doing some, some routines from like the, uh, the, um, 
running rewired book to kind of focus on some hip move, hip movement, hip mobility, hip stability, things like that. Um, but Tuesday and Thursday, you know, there's, there's pretty much two of those, you know, obviously there's two of those days every week. There's four of those, those weeks every month. Um, try to hit, you know, six and a half out of eight of those every month. That's, that's the goal. Uh, last year, I can't remember. I think I was about like last year is in 2019. I think it was about 85, 86%. This year going to end up at about 83%, I think. I think 83, 84. So right about the same as I was last year. Cleared that 80% guideline. As long as I do that again next year, hey, you know, I, I think it's doing good for me. I think it's helping me again, stay healthy, stay strong, uh, hopefully get more efficient, improve my, 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 in, my uh, running economy, my posture, all the, all the benefits of strength training. I'm going to keep on keeping on with it. So that's where we're kind of looking back. Yeah, it's working. We're just going to keep rolling with it. 80% in terms of Tuesday and Thursday strength training. The uh, two new additions to this year's goal list that uh, I'll, I'll keep, uh, say I'm going to keep it short and sweet, but yeah, you know, eh, whatever. Um, but but they, they've been pretty much followed the same, the same guidelines as far as you, you'll see. They're specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-based, um, all of those things. Um, but this year, I want to be more intentional about doing my math tests, which if you're not familiar, math test, math stands for uh, the maximum aerobic functioning, maximum aerobic function test. So it's, it's a, it's a submaximal test to just measure progress for those of us that are doing heart rate training. Um, and I haven't done, I think I did one, maybe two in all of 2020. I think I did like five in 2019. So I haven't exactly been consistent with my math tests, but in 2021, my goal is to do one math test every month, 12 math tests next year, one per month, ideally towards like the end of each month, somewhere in that last week or 10 days, uh, kind of try to be strategic about, about where it falls into the, un, under the calendar. But that's, that's the ambition one per month for the entirety of the year, end up with 12 math tests to really get a better sense of the progress I'm making as opposed to like doing one and then four months later doing another one. And like, you know, that, that, does, that doesn't paint a very good picture when you're that sporadic with it. So I want to be more intentional about being doing my monthly math test. And additionally, I want to be more intentional about doing a monthly hard workout, maybe speed repeats, maybe a tempo run, maybe heading to town and running, you know, like the, the one of the two Hills that we have in town, whatever it is, I'm, I'm not going to be just kind of half, half assing it, right. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to be picking, picking some things out. Here's the workout I'm going to do. Um, but once per month, I want to do a good, hard workout. I've said before that there's nothing wrong with doing it. In fact, there's lots of benefits to doing a hard workout, even though I'm a heart rate trainer guy. Like it's, it's important. It's beneficial, but I don't do very many of them, right? I, I don't very often do a good, hard workout. I might throw in some strides once in a while and strides are great, but that's not a hard workout. I'm going to push myself this year. To instead of doing like one a quarter, which I don't even know if I, if I think I might've done again, like I did like two math tests. I think I might've done two real speed workouts this year. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to aim for 12 of them, one per month. Um, probably in the beginning of the month. So what it, what it probably is going to work out is I'll do the math test. And then like somewhere in the week or 10 days after that, I'll do the hard workout. And then that'll give me like two weeks between the hard workout and the next math test to kind of consolidate. But I might play with things. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not specifically trying to like set myself up too much with that. I'm going to give myself some flexibility. Um, but that's the ambition. One hard workout per month, one math test per month, 80% of my strength training workouts done for the year, 3000 total minutes of cross training and yoga. Um, 
And then last but not least, running the year again. Those are my goals. Hold me to them. Hold me to them. Check in once in a while. Shoot me a message on social media. Hit me up in the email box, whatever it is. Let me know that you're paying attention to how I'm doing, which will keep me going. Not going to slack off. Um, And hopefully that'll help me have a really great year in 2021 on the running front. And let me know what your goals are so I can do the same for you. So I can check in with how you're doing. All right. And the best ways to do that, you can obviously hit me up on social media at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can send an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. You can head over to the show notes for today, which you can get to at Dizruns.com slash 905. And like I, like I said already, we, we, we talk about this stuff a little bit more often in the Facebook group. Uh, so point your browser over to uh, Dizruns.com slash Facebook if you're not already part of the group and uh, look for that, that post. We'll, we'll, I'll end up tagging it or pinning it or whatever, making it, marketing it as an announcement, whatever Facebook calls it, where it's always towards the top of the page right there. You can just check out the different announcements and be like, all right, what are my goals for 2021? I'll have it all saved there. And then uh, we'll be asking for some updates once in a while on how you're doing. Try to keep you on track, just like hopefully you'll help keep me on track. Um, and uh, let's have a good 2021, shall we? All right, so set the smart goals. Uh, be intentional about how you're setting your goals and let's get after it. And uh, one last thing, if you want some help with your uh, with your budget, maybe uh, getting your, pulling your nickels and dimes together to to set yourself up for a new pair of race shoes, uh, maybe uh, you know getting some races on the calendar, maybe even hiring a coach. YNAB is a great tool, great tool for it. Uh, definitely a tool that uh, is is like I said at the beginning, well worth it for us. Uh, don't even you know I don't like enjoy the bill very often, but I don't I don't mind paying it. It's, it pays for itself every year, uh, and you can get an extra month for free uh, after your month long trial. Once you sign up for the year-long membership, if you go through disruns.com slash YNAB, that's disruns.com slash Y-N-A-B. And if you have any trouble with it, any any questions along the way, let me know. But honestly, YNAB has some great resources out there that you probably don't need me to, to coach you through. You can just look at the stuff that they have and you'll be all set to go. So that is it for today. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2021. Let's have a good year, shall we? Uh, if there's anything I can do for you along the way, let me know. Uh, but until then, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you.